Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and season two is finally among us. Now, I want to talk about the illusions of time. And time is a constant, has always been, well, rather traumatizing. If you try and break the mold of time itself, it's going to traumatize you because you cannot conceive where time began or where time would ever end. Considering that there are certain temporal illusions at play, and temporal illusions essentially mean the dissertation in the sense of time. Uh, well, in simpler terms, it means your contemplation of what time actually is or means. You see, perspectively feeling time, actively passing by is what we do every single day. Meaning, in a nutshell, that when you're sitting, you're envisioning the fact that you have to be at a certain place at a certain time. Consider you have to be at a meeting in the afternoon. You see, perspectively feeling time means that you are aware of the fact that you're bound by certain time limits, by certain time constraints, and actively witnessing said time pass by before you can finally do what you wanted to do all along is, in a nutshell, temporal illusion. Because you yourself are aware of the fact that this constraint of time that you're looking at isn't really existing. But... You are living your life by said constraint. You see, I can say the same thing about the past one minute. Now, you've been listening to this podcast for a minute. And I didn't have to tell you that. But you could have perceived that yourself considering that you retrospectively know how much time you've spent doing anything whatsoever. The same thing can apply to anything. You step out for a walk. And up to a certain limit, you can retrospectively imagine and be rather accurate about how much time you've actually spent now when we look at certain things like the holiday paradox in order to get a better grasp at this theory the holiday paradox is rather simple you go to a ho- you go for a holiday you spend three nights uh, four nights three days at any random resort versus the same four nights three days that you either spend spending every day uh, giving exams or you spend three nights four days on a business trip wherein you are so busy with what your day-to-day routine is like because it demands so much of you that it doesn't really matter about the three nights, four days. You don't retain whatever happened to you in those three nights and four days when you are living your business trips or you're living your examination durations. But the same three nights and four days is going to be embossed in your memory for a long time because, because that moment in time that you spent, those three nights and four days that you spent on holiday, you created way more retainable memories with that means that in the same time span that you have spent both in the examinations as well as in your holidays you understand the fact that there is a discrepancy in place and this discrepancy is exactly what temporal illusions are you're aware of the fact that the time duration is exactly the same yet you choose to remember more about your holidays than you remember about your day-to-day life or your examination processes You see, when we look at another example of the same thing would be at the airport. If you're stuck at the airport and you have a delay of, let's say, four hours, but then when you reach your destination, you go straight for a sightseeing venture. At the end of the same day, those four hours spent on the airport will be rather minuscule in comparison to, let's say, three hours or two hours that you spent sightseeing. You would remember more about sightseeing and everything you saw within those two hours rather than the four hours that you had to kill time and spending at the airport doing nothing. 
you see it's this very agenda of grasping what the current instance of time is that we look at when we look at temporal illusions when we look at perceptions of time it's all about what you retain and what you don't retain the fact of the matter is every single day we spend most of our times doing nothing and well stuff that isn't nearly as memorable or retainable as when we otherwise go out of our way to ensure that we're doing something retainable and memorable retrospectively delay is short all right when you are at the airport you spend a short time in the delay but when you went sightseeing it is longer but in actuality your delay was 4 hours and your sightseeing adventure was 2 hours in your brain your contemplation of what holds more significance is switched from the actual reality of things now this is only because of the word monotony now we all are aware of the fact that anything monotonous is rather mundane and anything which is rather mundane is not worth remembering that's how our brain perceives time in a nutshell now not thinking about what time durations make it feel like but rather thinking about how we can make time itself as a constant not dictate what you cherish and what you do not cherish as memorable moments now this is easier said than done because contemplating the realities of time constraints and contemplating that you are witnessing a temporal illusion in real time is rather difficult you see there is something known as the chopping of time and the chopping of time is something that is an entirely subjective thing now why i say it's an entirely subjective thing that is because chopping of time is only possible mathematically but it is not possible conceptually why i say this is because you cannot literally chop time into bits right you cannot chop time into bits and then use those said bits in any way shape or form that you deem necessary whereas directly proportional to that would be you contemplating that mathematically i have this time slots and you can subdivide those time slots and then you can make sure that you allocate those different time slots to different ventures and what you remember from those same time slot distributions in comparison to the conceptual time that actually exists is in a nutshell what you will believe to be true but is it actually true well no in a nutshell no it's not you see grasping longer periods of time is way more difficult than grasping shorter periods of time traveling by road is the biggest example for this when you travel by road and you're actively trying to stay awake but then for some reason you fall asleep right you fall asleep and the amount of time spent where you suddenly fell asleep and you woke up versus the amount of time spent when you were actively awake and watching the road and watching you cover miles makes a huge difference because in your head the amount of time spent with you being asleep is going to be significantly larger than the time spent of you being awake and that in some cases might be true but in most cases it isn't true but in your head you make believe the fact that you slept way longer than you were awake now another thing that people like me especially in everyone my age can will draw conclusions to this is the fact that life before the internet life before mobile phones were a regular thing that is if you're a 90s kid you remember that there was a life before mobile phones there was a life before actively being on the internet every single day 
and 10 years later let's say if you were born in the 2000s you don't because ever since you were a kid you remember that there is something known as the internet it exists the world was never the same after the launch of the internet and we all know that for a fact as a matter of fact when concepts of the internet were being put forth by the military which it was originally intended for they knew about this fact they knew that if once it is rolled out to the general public for use it is going to create a wedge between people the whole concept of you are old and i am not the whole concept of man in your day things like this didn't happen but in today's time they do this all originates essentially from the birth of the internet you see there's another very prominent thing that happens when we look at people in old pictures when we look at old pictures or old videos we often notice the fact that no one is smiling and this is because people back in the day believe that if you're smiling in a, in a, if you're smiling in a painting or if you're smiling in a picture it is rather not normal it is instead affiliated with you being under the influence you being drunk or you being hysterical the point of the matter is that for you to come across as a naturally occurring human being in its natural habitat if you will you had to make a straight face for a image but then throughout the ages we've noticed that that has gradually changed and as we look at images today we mostly come across people smiling if you were to come across an image from back in the day like an image that's completely black and white torn up and is rather evidently from the past you will not believe that image is from the past if someone in the image is smiling and the image is going to be under scrutiny people will say that it's been duped with it's been manipulated if you will but the point of the matter is that the very first person's image to be caught in a naturally occurring smile or if you will was in the 1900s prior to which people were so hell bent on the fact that they did not want to look well ridiculous if you will it just leaves us asking more questions than we have answers to right it's all about human thought process human contemplation what we believed once was the norm is now no longer the norm but once it was right now if you were all of a sudden thrown back in time and you were in the 1800s every single tendency that you have today would be considered outrageous every single thing that you do today would be considered unacceptable in that society and everything that they do would be unacceptable to you it's vice versa it's a give and take which is rather even but yet holds such a great significance when we talk about contemplating time as a whole that without it it's rather difficult to wrap your head around the constraints of time itself you see in the new world ever since the tv was a thing people's retention of what was on tv was rather limited unless it's something that is aimed at someone well considering targeted advertising in a nutshell is exactly that but if you're watching regularly scheduled programming there is nothing worth you retaining you're being entertained sure but in a nutshell you're killing time that's what you're doing but is there anything worth you retaining maybe maybe you come across a few things in your 6 hour long session of watching tv maybe 15 minutes of which is worth retaining and which without any shadow of a doubt you will retain the same crosses over in today's world to social media people today can spend hours on end on social media scrolling through their feeds watching minute videos and all of that jargon but the same concept still applies 
only 15 minutes of your 6 hour or your 8 hour or your 12 hour surfing session of the internet is worth retaining and without a shadow of a doubt you will retain it be it a viral video be it a viral music video be it a be it a song be it a meme you will retain it because you believe it's worth retaining but consider this out of that six hour span of you consuming content 15 minutes was worth retaining the other five hours and 45 minutes was not so you killed time for five hours and 45 minutes and from that constraint of you killing time, the only thing that you contemplated was 15 minutes. You see, when we're spending time on social media, when we're spending time in front of a TV, we don't really take into account of time passing by exactly the way it would have if we weren't doing what we are doing. If you were just standing on the side of a road for six hours, that would feel like 20 hours to you. But if I would give you social media feeds for six hours, it would feel like half an hour or an hour tops. This is exactly what contemplation of time means. You see, when we say that time is subjective, we don't mean that time isn't a thing. We mean that it is up to you about how you perceive time. And if you cannot perceive time for what it actually means then your contemplation of time is going to be very different than, let's say, your neighbor or your brother or your sister or anyone else in your family. Your contemplation and your significance of time is directly proportional to your contemplation of constraints of time. Now, (laughs) tell me that did not leave you boggled. But it's the world we live in. So before you go jumping back straight into that Instagram feed or your next TikTok video, Remember the fact that retention matters more than burning time. Remember the fact that you are trying to feed your brain information that it deems worthy enough of keeping. And if you can't, then anything worth keeping in your brain won't stay there. Because you'll rather retain stuff that holds no significant value to your everyday life or your existence for that matter of fact. Well, it's just something that I've been wondering. Illusions of time. (laughs) Season 2, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back.